At Mountain Dew, we'd like to remind you that the world as we know it would not exist without the number zero. Which is why, at Mountain Dew, we'd like to recognize the number zero for making Mountain Dew Zero Sugar possible. Even with no sugar, it packs all of the bold citrus kick Dew Nation knows and loves. It's so good, you have no reason not to try it. As in zero. Get it? Crack open an ice-cold Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. It's zero sugar. All do. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Andy, and joining me is my co-host, Nat Deion Sanders for Primetime. What's up, y'all? It's me. It's me, the P R I M E. What's going on, man? First of all, I'm I'm gonna come out here and say I'm a grown man. I missed you. Man, look, man, it's been a long couple weeks. Okay, I'm about I about to say. I, all I say is I did a podcast by myself. The last podcast, everybody was just like, "Yo, man, where your partner at?" I'm just like, "Yo, man, call him. He traveling. He leaving me on the road." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's been a long, I mean, this man said, you know, my, my prior gauge is, is too big. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know, I got to get up to his level. I was like, well, I guess I'll watch the basketball game. So there, there, there are some topics, obviously, that we didn't get to for the past couple of weeks that it, it's no point even talking about now because they're so old. <laughs> no, I was, you know, obviously talking about that stuff. But you know what? We're going to move on because Fastlane is this Sunday, and we got a lot to talk about this week alone in wrestling. And, of course, uh, to give our thoughts on certain things that's going to be happening. As we gear up for WrestleMania, and we're going to talk about the tickets almost being sold out, especially uh, Prime being down there in Florida, see if he's going to get his tickets or not to go to WrestleMania. But we'll talk all about that after we make sure uh, we pay the bills. Uh, so make sure you guys check out SpaceAffiliate.com, your podcast, your black podcast uh, for up here in the city of Philly. And make sure you guys check out their content they have on there. The Lulu and Pop Plus One, Lulu and Pop Horror War Show, both sides in the Market Dark Show. Check out our content on there as well, the Nerd Coaches content, such as the No Gimme See the Wrestling Podcast, the Nerd Gas with Talk Podcast. And if you guys seen the Snyder Cut this past weekend, uh, or this past week, I should say, we're going to be talking about spoilers <clears throat> all on the Snyder Cut. So make sure uh, make sure you guys check out there because it's going to be an awesome podcast i know y'all love hearing this arguing debate so check that out turn to hip-hop culture and beyond drunk talk sober tongues and balls lounge podcast make sure you guys also check out all the great things uh well, we are all the podcast apps such as stitcher apple podcast google podcast spotify iHeartRadio. you you know the deal and also on youtube premium if you like listen to the little snippets that we put out make sure you guys subscribe to youtube premium so you get it for free uh, for for a month and then pay. I think it's four ninety nine 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 after that. So make sure you try all that great stuff out. You guys can buy our merch at therealnerdcoalition.com. 
uh, the merch thing still works. Everything else doesn't. But you guys can also check out Teespring slash the Nerd Coalition. So uh, Nerd Co- uh, the Real Nerd Coalition. Once again, it's Teespring slash the Real Nerd Coalition. And check all our stuff out. Make sure you guys, if you guys are listening to, well, this podcast comes out usually on Sundays. So, but uh, I did put in some of my reactions that QFlow is doing a live concert, y'all. Listen to me. A live concert on Saturday uh, on the uh, Spaces and Creations uh, channel on YouTube, I believe it's called. And you guys can check that whole thing out. He's doing his first ever live concert. Yo, support him on Saturday called The Flow Show. So I'm going to be supporting him. Make sure you support him on that. Flow Show, okay. The Flow Show. So it's coming this Saturday. I'll give you more details about it prior time as well. And uh, also, check out my man Primetime's Prime Nostalgia Podcast every single Friday, along with Prime Conversations. So, who was this past Friday, Prime? Uh, this past Friday, we had an Atlanta-based... I, he's famous in Atlanta. He had an Atlanta-based person on our show just talking about uh, an interview he did with some of my cast... Some of my uh, people that I, that, I, uh, that I know from... That's Child Stars. And then... Might as well throw that out there. The past, past week, we had John Amos, you know, uh, James Evans from Good Times and all that good stuff. So, let me check that one out. If they don't know who John Amos is, especially after Coming to America came back out, you know what I'm saying? They don't even need to be listening. That, that's, yeah, a, that's a huge pickup. It's not, it's not a McFlurry, it's the McFlurry. It's, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it ain't the, it ain't the, the McBuffet, it's the McStuffin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Doc stuff, But anyway, yeah, make sure you guys check out all that great stuff that Prime does. But you know what? Prime has always been loyal to right here on No Gimmicks Need a Wrestling Podcast. So, we got we got podcasts to do ourselves, man, because Fastlane is this Sunday. End of the line. Oh, wait, no, that's not uh, this one. Oh, no, no. That, that's Roadblock. End of the line. Uh, uh, don't uh, worry. As you see, we don't get that many Roadblocks, so I kind of put my little spin on it when it comes to AEW Dynamite. <laughs> I, bro, you still on it? That joy is what? It got to be five years old. Because <laughs> they bring it out randomly, like they have it two years in a row, and then skip it. I think the last time we had a roadblock was it, it had to be, had to be twenty seventeen. No, twenty sixteen. It probably was twenty seventeen when they had the both both shows doing a pay per view every week. Oh yeah! Ooh, I hate that year. I hate that think year. It did. It was earlier. It was right before WrestleMania. They randomly moved it to like right before the end of the year, December, November. And then they moved it back to mm-hmm. after Elimination Chamber, before Fastlane or after Fastlane. It was weird. Yeah. It was. So, all right, y'all. Well, Fastlane is this Sunday, and uh, you guys about to get the we had the predictions. So they uh, Smaina just went off the air. We got an eight match Fastlane card. So uh, uh, we I, we don't know what the pre-show match is going to be, uh, but it's pro- I, I, me personally, I think it's going to be it's probably going to go to Shinsuke, but uh, unfortunately. But here's the fa- so we got the fastlane card eight matches. We will go over the predictions of who we think we should win. Prior, I know you haven't been watching Raw or SmackDown, but uh, there is one th- the, the, there's one thing that's absent on fastlane, and that's all the hurt business. 
There's no herpes on the, the Almighty not on here. You know, say Cedric and uh, Shelton not on here. I was like, wow, the most hottest faction in WWE right now is not on Fastlane. I think that's for a good reason. Yeah. And there is no, like I said, uh, other than Dan Bryan versus Roman Reigns, which is obviously going to be the main event. Because... Yeah, I think that the the um the hurt business not being on here is for a good reason, just because like they already got any match in, so they kind of could just take a break. Yeah, I mean, I, I want more for the hurt business. I, I like, I, I want them to do more unity type things since Bobby got the championship now. I want yeah. them to see, you know start coming out together, not just Bobby MVP on one segment, and then you know Cedric and uh, Shelton MVP on uh, another segment. No, I want them to all to come out like Evolution used to come out all together. They might do more of that, but I, I know probably if they do appear at fans, like they'll just probably be like in a segment, just like saying like we're dominant and we're hurt, we're ready to put hurt or something like that. Oh, uh, I can agree. Okay, so let's start off with you know obviously uh, a match that was just added because we know they're going to save the other match for WrestleMania, and that is. Shinsuke Nakamura taking on Seth Rollins. So this is I, a disgrace. Y- y- yeah. Well, obviously it looks like Shinsuke's taking up for Cesaro because that's still his homie. But I'm like, why don't Shinsuke just do his own thing? Because Cesaro this is a is, disgrace. It is. I'm going to keep saying that this whole match. This whole time we talk about this match, this is a disgrace. It is a disgrace. But who do you think is going to win this? Really, disgrace? They really going to put Shinsuke and Seth this close to WrestleMania and then not put it on WrestleMania and just have it as a throwaway match, possibly on the pre-show? Are you kidding? You're right. And Shinsuke and Seth Rollins only wrestled, to my belief, one time, and that was Survivor Series 2018? I think it was 2019. Okay, yeah. 2018 or 2019. Probably 2019. But uh, that's the last time they actually wrestled. And that was actually a pretty good matchup. And like I said, for, for them doing this, this goes to WrestleMania, even though I think the WrestleMania match is going to be Cesaro versus uh, Seth I mean, Rollins. I thought it was going to be Cesaro. Then when Shinsuke got involved, I was like, why not just make the triple threat? But then, you know, Shinsuke got to get cheated out of Fady, I guess. Or he could just be an Andre to John Oh, God. We still doing that? I don't know, but I mean, I mean, I would rather, I would honestly rather see Shinsuke Cesaro match, but I don't know how they're going to fit Shinsuke in here. I just hope he gets at WrestleMania because he should be at WrestleMania, but yeah. Well, <sighs> but so I have obviously the further on the few, I have Seth Rollins winning. Yeah, Seth winning. Yeah, I said him, him coming back has been. Or, uh, or, or it could be a two on two. Except I was a mystery partner, it could be that too. If they want to put Shinsuke on that, even though two on two might be worse. But at least Shinsuke will be on the show. But you so. know, I don't want Cesaro in a tag match. He, he deserves a one on one match for WrestleMania. Yeah, show soldiers. Yeah, you're right. To just kind of like how Dolph deserved his one on one match at WrestleMania. I mean, he got it with Otis, and the storyline was dope, but other than that, it was with Otis. <laughs> so, okay. I mean, I understand that. Uh, well, that did not help your point out at all. It did. It, all it, right. it, it really did. It really did. I just got to ride for Dolph, man, sometimes. Uh, Riddle taking on Mustafa Ali 
for the United States Championship. There's still been rumors going around or things to say uh, Mustafa Ali is wrestling injured. It could be. I mean, Matt Jackson been wrestling ninja for ten years. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about here? Uh, so, uh, it should be. It, it should be. First of all, these two guys mix it up. Should be good. Obviously, I thought they was going to do the whole uh, Mustafa Ali versus Kofi at Mania, but we see what New Day's doing at Mania, and I'm like, oh god. Uh, I don't know if you, you've seen that yet. Have you? Yeah, I've seen it. We can move <laughs> on from it. I'm like, really? That's what we're going to do with AJ Styles this year? <sighs> so has AJ and Seth ever fought? Yes, plenty of times. Remember, they, they, they had a whole rally for the championship. And they had a match of Money in the Bank. Oh, yeah, Remember? yeah, yeah. Money in the Bank, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, you said a whole bunch of times. It, it was only for like three times. Like, in like... <laughs> The five years AJ's been there. I'm about to say, well, if, if, if you see somebody go go ahead three times, you call it a whole bunch of times. I call it a whole bunch of times, but I'm saying like he's only fought three times in the whole five years he's been there. In the whole five years he's been there, he's fought Ricochet by two hundred times. So <laughs> that's <laughs> by a whole bunch of times. So but, uh, I have. I, I don't think that the title's changing. Riddle, because uh, here's what I think is what happened. I think Keith Lee coming back. I mean, it, it, it'll be time. I mean, he's been out for a while. Yeah, look, wouldn't it be great like Keith Lee come back, win the U.S. Championship, and then he comes join the Hurt Business? Yeah, yeah because everybody you want to join the Hurt Business. Bro, you got everybody. You join, a name you, every week. You, you. <laughs> You 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 got everybody join the Nightmare Family, man. Why not? I'm just saying, you know, uh, Bobby Lashley and you know Naomi was already talking back and forth on Instagram. Like, come on now, bring Naomi over. I honestly, I think going into WrestleMania minus Retribution, I think I would probably like most Mustafa Ali. But, like I said, minus retribution. So, if they if they're gonna be around, then I would I would I would take Riddle. But I, I guess it's just him being a heel. He, he just looks cooler as a heel. But then when you, when you got retribution following you, you kind of yeah, I mean, because retribution sucks. Retribution, yeah. straight sucks. So they need to do they need to get rid of that thing right now. But right now I got Riddle. Uh, well, I feel bad for some people on the main roster. I'm sorry, you know that. No, I, I feel bad for Ricochet sometimes. Like, Ricochet should have joined her business. I forgot he even wrestled for WWE sometimes. Like, bro, you're not doing nothing. <laughs> he, 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 got, he, he got nothing going on for him. Nothing. He, 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 like, yep, you already know what's going to happen. Andre Giant Battle Royal for Ricochet this year. Mm-hmm. Andre Giant Battle Royal for Ricochet. All right, so... Uh, we got singles match. Braun Strowman taking on Shane McMahon. So, Is that going to be in a no contest? Yeah, because you see what happened on Monday. They gave away to Shane diving off the, the, the ring to do the table elbow spot to Braun Strowman already. Then he just poured this green paint on him. I'm like, why are they treating Braun like the big paint? show? I mean, 
Oh, you just wanted to get him a slime, you just wanted to get him a slime, but oh, he just wanted to slime early. Oh, at least we didn't have Michael Cole on the mic somewhere, so they're red, it's citrus liquid, what did he call it, that they're red blood? A viscous, authentic liquid, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who said some shit like that? Nobody talks like that, but okay. I mad Vince and fed him that line, but... So, this whole thing is to build up to Shane versus Braun. You sure you don't want to be in the arena to watch Shane jump off some shit? We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Okay, I'm about to say, because you know Look, Vince said, Daddy Vince said, you know what? You know what, son? I'm putting up that pirate ship again. And Kevin was like, I want to jump off that. Shane says, no. I'm jumping (laughs) off that. And then he said, "Well, put up a pirate ship. You can only add to it. It's already built into the stick." Yeah, I'm saying. So they're probably saying, "Like, well, if he' gonna jump off of it, he got he got jump by to jump off and miss on." Braun Strowman's that guy. So I smell a last man standing match coming up. That's I, I want. I, I, what's what's another match type? Say what? What's another match type? Uh, no holes barred. What's another one? What's another? One? What's the one he fought Kane in? Last man standing. Man, I mean, he did fight him in an ambulance match, but also that probably was the one where he jumped off the ambulance truck and did the two days on the stage. I need uh, oh, okay, okay. If if if, if you, that's the ambulance match, I need. Some, I just need something different. That's all. I'm about to say because look, it's right now. It's a street fight. It's not going to be first blood. It's going to, uh, it, it, it's, it, the only thing, for, for Shane to make that kind of jump that's not hell in the cell, it has to be a last man standing because he, he has to miss and lose. Or as to be yeah, an ambulance I mean, match where he yeah. misses and falls into the ambulance. Yeah, I, the only reason I said that it needs to be something different is because his last couple of matches, I feel like, were last man standing. That's all, that's all. That's all. The, the the one with the Miz like is the falls, Miz, kind, falls kind of anywhere. Falls kind of same thing. Uh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, nah. I mean, they all the same. I just wanted to. I just wanted them to. <sighs> this sounds stupid. I wanted them to do the same thing, but at least give it a creative name so it don't seem the same. Or something. Okay. Like, <laughs> it's called the Shane jumps off some shit. So th- I got this all match. Right, well, yeah. <laughs> I got this match going to no contest or Shane, yeah, Shane, Shane is going to. Screw it over. There's no point of Braun even beating him and then winning him at WrestleMania. So obviously it's gonna to have to be something where yeah, it's a no contest. Shane calls it off, whatever the case may be. So yeah, I, yeah. I say somebody some with Adam Pierce coming out and helping the Shane makes Adam Pierce take his place or something. Okay. Intergender match. Alexa Bliss taking on Randy Orton. Obviously, this is going to be leading up to uh, the Randy Orton versus The Fiend at WrestleMania. Since there's going to be people, and since Vince wants to be the first guy to, to, to sell out the co, he wants to have the highest number venue for COVID ever. I'm just like, 45,000 is... That's... That's suicide. I mean... Look, they were supposed to be having this EOC event in my town, and then, like, <laughs> I was going to go. I was going to go. I was all wrapped up and then they said at the end of the commercial at the end of the, the uh, post name thing <clears throat> full capacity I was like oh well <laughs> I'm not going 
Well, you're trying to go for 145,000. You're trying to go for 45,000. I'm just like, okay, that's too much for me, but okay. Fine. Y'all people in Florida, y'all go ahead and do that. It's, it's, it's so weird. It's like... Because when I go... Like, going to eat that stuff, I, 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 I can understand people separately. Going to something like that in the state, it's like... Yes, they're sitting far apart, but other than that, they are not sitting far apart. On the stairs, on the escalators, getting food, they're all on top of each other because everybody's, like, trying to pack in. Yeah. So they don't enforce these rules inside of the stadium unless you're in your seat or you're, like, scanning your ticket. Anything else is just, like, whatever. Which I kind of hate. Is that, it, 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 uh, is that, a lot of people hate it. And I'm saying, so he, he first of all, cases... We got variants out here. We got, you know, you mean to tell me 45,000 people are all vaccinated? Stop it. It's not. And it was, I don't know why you got, like, they care. They not care about that. They care about that. They care about that money. They care about no They care about the money, but I'm just saying, but I care about my friends. I care about my family that's down there. Yeah, yeah. And it's not it's just not, it's, it's not about who goes to the event. It's about where they where they where they leave and where they take this shit to. That's the problem. You know, say it's like well, they don't got to worry about me at this event no more. About so. about say because with forty five thousand people there, somebody in that audience got has COVID. Everybody yeah, in that just, audience is not clear. Yourself. That's all I can say. I, I at this point, ran out of stuff to say. Just protect yourself. It, it, exactly, because I'm tired of all these people. But how how, how did the Randy Orton and Alexa Bliss match is going to go down? I mean, I would love for him to just RKO her like and bury her in her her swing set. But um, I would. I know the feeling going to come back and either interrupt this match or whatever. But I want him to actually like fight. Alexa Bliss is too too small for that. Not yeah. an actual fight, fight, fight. Not no. Five minute punch back and forth, and on top of like she actually taking a punch or a kick or a knee or something. I mean, she she took an RKO. That was you know pretty. Dumb. Well, honestly, I think I think it's gonna be more of an angle than a match. I mean, obviously she's gonna taunt him, and I think Randy Orton's gonna come like you know to the point where he may RKO or he's gonna be Alexa Bliss. But I think it's gonna be some kind. I of mean, thing. I would maybe Alexa Bliss beat him. You know. If the Fiend comes back, like, if he tried to punt kick Alexa Bliss and the lights go off and, like, a big fire thing, the, the new Fiend comes back and Sister Abigail's him and then Alexa Bliss goes and pins Randy Orton and screw him up, you know what? That's, like, a better idea because that, that right there would give mo- motivation for Orton to just go vi- full Viper mode and get for the Fiend at WrestleMania. Yeah, I could see... I can see Randy having, like, some kind of a nightmare sequence. And, and the fiend is doing his laugh and making him spit up blood and all that. <coughs> and then when he when he flash back into the ring, when he when he do a flashback, he kind of like on his back losing to Alexa Bliss doing this nightmare he had or something. I, I think I, I think something about that. You know what? I, I'm gonna agree with you. I give Alexa Bliss the win here. Oh yeah, uh, nightmare sequence or the fiend. The, something with the fiend happens. Tag team match for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler taking on Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. All right, I'm calling it now. I don't care. 
They're winning the tag team championships. I don't care. I'm calling it. You say Sasha Black gonna win the win the tag team championships? I don't. I don't care. They lose it the next night to Naomi and Lana, but they gotta. No, no. I I mean, they probably they probably gonna lose it to uh to Mina and Natalya. I know. I know. You see. I know. You're sick of hearing that too. First of all, ain't Tamina like fifty? Like, <laughs> Tamina got two kids in the house. Ain't Natalia about fifty? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> oh, all right. Well, anyways, I would. I honestly, I think they're gonna do. I think they're gonna do the thing that they don't do often, but they do often. <laughs> Have the two people that's fighting each other win their belts, but then don't lose it in, in confidence match. Well, they don't do it as often because there's only been one match where the WrestleMania where the, the, the a championship was defended by two tag team titles, and that was Cena and Michaels at twenty three. They were no, the I'm saying, but, but but uh, yeah, but one year Ray and Eddie fought, and they were the champs. Oh, that's right. That was twenty one. Yeah. So I'm saying maybe they have it like that. Or they're <laughs> the two nights is a WWE thing. The first night they had to defend the title and the second night they'll fight. Something like that too. But Yo, I don't, that would be I, so fucked up. <laughs> that would be something like night one they gotta defend the belts. Night two they gotta sit there and they, they got no oh man, it just need to be one championship. What, you know, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be history. First time they had two matches in WrestleMania. Look. You know what? For some reason, I I, I don't know because that Natalia and Tamina thing is they jump Bianca Belair on 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 SmackDown, so that's a sign for something. Well, so. if they if they don't win it in Fastlane, then uh, Tamina and Natalia are winning the titles at WrestleMania, which is kind of a slap in the face to Beth Phoenix. But all right, yeah. If there's anybody that should be Natalia's partner for the Tanty Championships, it should be Beth Phoenix. But all right, uh, I don't know. I got Nia Jackson Shannon re- somehow retaining, obviously because of Reginald or something like that. I think Reginald is going to side with with Sasha, and it's going to make her full heel, and she's going to have uh, Reginald go into WrestleMania with her. So how do you think they? So you don't think they they break up here? And you don't think they do the same spot that they did tonight? Mm-mm. She she need her in the face. She Shayna need Naya in the face, and then Naya was Naya was in the uh, what's the move called the the bank statement. Yeah, and then she tried to knee Sasha. Sasha moved to knee Naya in the face, and then instantly put her in the bank statement, and they lost. No, I, for some reason I. I'll be, be real with you. For some reason, I think this is where Reggie is going to join, and we're going to get the whole Reggie and, and Sasha thing. I'm, uh, that's what I'm going to call right there. I'm, I'm, going, I'm, going with, I'm going with that one. I can't turn back now. I'm, okay, that's cool. What I'm saying, like, mm. when they're, like, doing this Naya and Shayna miscommunication thing this early, so I'm saying, like, when does that come into effect? When they go against Natalya and Tamina. So we gotta wait to WrestleMania. I, I don't. I don't want to see a Nia and Shayna match at Mania. <laughs> I don't, bro. That's night one. You don't know. Again, I'm, <laughs> like I said, I got. I'm waiting 
for this uh, car to thicken up because right now it ain't looking so good. But I mean, like I said, it's, I, it's, looking, it's looking solid, but it's not looking good enough to go. I got you because, like I said, I'm all into Almighty. Uh, speaking of uh, black people, uh, Intercontinental Championship matchup Big E taking on Apollo Crews. First of all, did you see SmackDown with Big E? Oh, not Big E. Was a, well, actually, yeah, with Big E was trying to laugh with Apollo's with his accent. No, I did. I did not. They they did <laughs> they did the, the side by side, you know, uh, backstage interview, like when they all mic'd up and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, Apollo was talking, but for some reason tonight, his accent was very like stereotypic. Like he was really talking. You know, he was talking loud like this. Like I was like, whoa. So there's a part where Big he's trying not to laugh, right? To the point where he's just like. Ha oh, oh, ha! You asked for this, and he takes off the mic and he starts go. He starts hunting for Apollo and beats him up to try to try to make serious because he was trying to hold back a laugh. And, I, and honestly, I was too. But Sounds like it, a big E thing. But even during Apollo's ass kicking that he got backstage, he was still selling in the accent. He's like, oh, oh! <laughs> it was actually it was funny. Sound like Shrek to me. <laughs> I I sound like Shrek. I'll say, I mean, you gotta go back and see the clip. But, uh, okay, so who takes home the kind of championship? I say Big E. Yo, I think Apollo winning. I I, I still like this Big E run, I think. I mean, Big E is, I mean, is not fighting for no main titles, then Big E is keeping his belt. I, I mean, I, I agree with Big you, e. but I'm saying, but Big E can chase. Big E can chase. Yeah, but Big I don't e can still I, be in the kind I of want. I want Biggie to go into and leave WrestleMania as in the Continental Champion. It's like no reason. This, I don't think him going into the thing is. For, I think he should just keep it. Me personally, because I think him and Apollo should have a match at Mania. I think him and Apollo should have like a two out three falls at Mania, or you know, show them the steel match at Mania or something like that. Because if, you, if you're doing two nights, I really believe that you can, you know. Uh, Big E and Apollo can, can have a match, and I, yeah, I'll put that on night two. You know what I'm saying? I, it's it, it's a big match. I think, or it may end in a no contest type thing because obviously I think we're getting this match again at Mania. So you know what? I'm gonna call it this way. I say Apollo wins by disqualification, but Big E retains the championship. Then we go into WrestleMania. I say, I say somehow it turns into a multi man match somehow. Uh, Mania. I, I mean, it does, but right, 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 right now, the rivalry is Somehow obvious. Corbin. Oh, God. Yeah, See, yeah. I don't need Corbin. I don't need Nakamura in this. Somehow Corbin, KO, and... Nah, I think somehow Corbin, KO, and Sammy get involved. Oh, shit. Somehow. And probably Nakamura. <laughs> and probably Nakamura. I don't think Nakamura. So, so... The only reason I'd say probably not so it, so they can have a ladder match. Just they need you know they have a ladder match every year. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it looks like that, sometimes it don't. But I'm like, but you, you you're probably right. They have Biggie's title hanging up high. Have Apollo, Sammy, Corbin, and you got to add Nakamura because yeah. that lineup right there ain't helping me right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, the Corbin nigga sucking all the so, energy out so, of there. Well, 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 yeah, but Corbin, you need a bigger guy than Big E because Big E is going to be trying to fly. Yeah, 
But also, like I said, we ain't gonna try to do that little spear through the through, nah, through somebody standing on the ladder. Or something. Yeah, the shit out of me. And then yeah, because KO needs something to do for for, for Mania. Obviously, he's not going to be there. And once again, if they really do decide to do Edge and Roman one on one, DB needs something to do also. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I mean, it could just be Sammy versus KO. But, uh, oh, do we? I would, that would be a that would be a nice WrestleMania match. I mean, it it would be because it'd be they'll finally get their one on one WrestleMania matchup. But you got to be able to. Then, then, no, this is no, no. I don't. I don't need a follow up. I don't need nothing. Just one off to see who's the better man once and for all. All right. I mean, you know, they they probably can do that. As long as they, as long as they give them time. All right, but I got a I got Apollo winner uh, by that shenanigans. You got Biggie. All right, here we go. Yeah, I got Biggie. Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. No holds barred. McIntyre. It has to be McIntyre. I'm about to say, after McIntyre yeah, already challenged even, Lashley. Don't even know why they even spend the time on this. <laughs> well, first of all, the match they had on Raw was really good. I know, but hmm. I, like I said, when you think of the overall wrestling aspect, you know he's going for the title, so you already know. He's not losing. He, he challenged you for the championship. You don't lose. You're right, especially with so, all my... And you know what's happening? Drew is getting a spine buster by the Almighty, and he getting put in the, the, the hurt lock because he, he got that Claymore kick on Bobby on Raw. He about to get his receipt on Fastlane. I think he'll catch him on Raw, not Fastlane. You know they could catch him on Fastlane? Nah, I think he'll catch him on Raw. But Drew be expecting him on Raw because you got to build up the story because now it's 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 Lashley and Drew at Mania. But I'm saying, but if if you catch him on guard at Fastlane where he's focused on Sheamus. Then yeah, and then that way you get you got something for them to argue about other than just the title on Monday. I mean, I feel like the whole hurt bit. I don't know. I just feel like Bobby don't. Bobby got like not what do you call him? Hitman, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like MVP showing and Cedric come out and be like, Almighty is gonna be coming for you or something. Then they try to jump or jump or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, kind of like sending them that warning. Like they, like the, they the gotta set, they gotta use more hurt business stuff. They gotta do more group group type things. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, especially especially to get some Lashley some heel heat because right now, you know, uh, a lot of people, including you know people like us, are behind this guy right now. Like I don't want Lashley to lose. But you yeah, gotta find, he's not a heel. Say what? He's not a heel right he now. He is a heel, but I'm saying, but right now... No, no, he is not. He's fighting The Miz. You're not a heel fighting uh, The Miz. I mean, you're not, but, I say, but, like, but like I said, we, we fight McIntyre, they want McIntyre to get this pop, but if they, they don't want to, if they don't want to have any backlash, they got to build up some serious heat for Bobby, because right now, look, let's just... Oh, be, they got heat for Bobby. Let me, let me, let me, we ain't get to that part yet. They, they got heat, all right. They know what they're doing. Oh, I miss this. We we'll get to it. Here. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> main event time. Uh, well, like I said, I got. I, oh, I got Drew McIntyre also. Yeah. Main event time. Roman Reigns taking on Dan Bryan, and the winner uh, with the Universal Championship, and the special enforcer is Edge. So, do we get a one-on-one match between Roman and Edge, or do we get triple threat at Mania? 
storyline purposes, I think a triple threat might be the best way to go, just because of like the I don't know. I just, I just think the storyline of what they're telling, I would like a triple threat match more than just a plain old one on one. But that's just me. Because mm-hmm. this this story that they're telling has been with all three guys. Wow, like Seamus, you you can argue the same thing for Perot. Seamus. He's only mad at Drew McIntyre. He's not. He don't care about Bobby. Wow. Danny Bryan has been coming at Edge and uh, Reigns, and Reigns has been, you know, with Edge and DB, DB, you know, with, you know, and Edge with both of them too. So all three of them kind of in a feud together, rather than like, um, hold on, give me a second. Mm-hmm. Get out. Go. Get out. Yeah, I just think that it, it's more of a triple threat. I, I I really hope it's a triple threat matchup because I don't know for some reason at first Edge and Roman was making a lot of sense to me last month, but I'm not gonna lie to you. After the whole thing with the Almighty and the Hurt Business and then how that thing has picked up steam, I'm I'm more interested in seeing uh, Bobby and Drew than I am Edge and Roman. I think I think there'll be a triple threat match just to get a lot of not I'm, just to get some of the dream aspects out of the way at, at WrestleMania because we don't know how many Edge got left. So mm-hmm. Just to get the he faced off against Daniel Bryan at some point in the match at Mania and he faced off against Roman. Well, then, if that's the case, who wins that fast lane? Nothing. Roman wins. You know, Jay got to come out and do something. Or, or, or well, Edge I mean, mean uh, Jay can't do it because Edge did force it. Yes, but again, Edge can get beat up. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and Jay can beat up Edge, and then Jay can cheat or whatever. And then, or Edge can, Edge can just say, "Hey, forget this. I'm gonna go and spear both of y'all. I'm an ultimate opportunist. Mm-hmm. I don't care who get it." But uh, I can see both of them. I, I honestly would would like it better as a triple threat because then if it's not a triple threat. What is Dane Bryan gonna do? Yeah, I don't want to see. Or vice, or vice versa. What is Roman Reigns <clears throat> gonna do if it's not a if it's not a triple threat? I think Edge is gonna spare Daniel Bryan, probably by accident, cost him the matchup. I think Edge gonna be involved because Edge really wants it to be his moment because he kept saying Bryan lost, so he's gonna kind of screw Daniel Bryan over. Once again, that'll kind of get him heel heat, but um, you got. But I think if you add Daniel Bryan to the matchup, it could become a babyface thing. Because right now, I, I'm sorry, I, I'm just more into Bobby and Drew right now. I really am just more into Bobby and Drew. So, <clears throat> right now, I have Roman winning, but I think Edge is going to get some interference that's going to mess up Daniel Bryan. Yeah, understandable. And mm-hmm. also, i got to say, uh, Edge's attire on SmackDown was, like, fantastic. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I was good, good, good to see him back on SmackDown again. So guys, that was the um, the predictions for Fastlane. We will be doing a live stream on Sunday, like we do for all the WWE pay per views. And of course, you got to make sure you tune in for our big WrestleMania one. If Prime does go, he'll hopefully join us live from the arena. And uh, if he if he doesn't go, 
that he can join us live at his house. But whatever the case may be, we're trying to do a big WrestleMania thing. So stay tuned for that. But also check out our Fast Lane uh, live stream this Sunday. So moving on, uh, I have to know why I didn't make a Bobby last year here. I can't go on until I figure this out. You tell me. You said what? You told me they're taking care of making Bobby a heel. I'm just like, what are they doing? You said, I'll, I'll let you know. You got to tell me. No, you said, no, you didn't say heel. You said, he, he said how do they get heel on Bobby? Yeah, how do you heel, heel, heel on Bobby? Yeah, let me know. I ain't, I ain't say it was heel. I just said it was heel on Bobby. So what's the heat? It's coming from your brother, you know? Hey. My, my, my brother? Yes, your brother. Oh no, that is your dude. What is he? What is he saying? That he say he created the hurt business? No, he ain't saying nothing. I'm just saying they gonna do something to put him right. They gonna put him right next to each other in the segment. I'm telling you, some somehow, some way. Oh, it's gonna be a, a whole segment that goes off and straight into a, a Lashley segment. Oh <laughs> no, we are doing. Speaking of Hogan, I'm glad you brought that up because WrestleMania. 37, as tickets want to say, we, uh, we, we got the first, we got the host that's going to be hosting WrestleMania. Titus O'Neil, yes, Titus O'Neil, and the immortal Hulk Hogan, which is like a peanut butter and ketchup sandwich, does not go together at all, <clears throat> hosting WrestleMania this year. Why? They wanted to lose tickets, I'm assuming. They're not going to lose six. They're they, they nearly sold out. Everybody's trying to get out, especially down there they in Florida. They are not nearly sold. Well, let me just say it's a lot of tickets up right now. I mean, if they try to make a pass, I mean, if, you, if you're only doing 45,000 people in a 65,000, 70,000 people stadium, that means nobody's going to be on the top. I mean, they, they should be. No, no. They got people on the top. They do? Yeah. Okay, season top. Well, <laughs> we, we can either go into that, but how do you think their host is going to be? Trash. What are you talking? Yes, <laughs> this is the whole reason why I'm not going. Yes, terrible. I mean, look, you you know they want Hogan to get the the, the audience pop, and Hogan gonna talk about some how we came through COVID, brother, because all we needed was Jesus. You know, all I don't that understand why they still use him for a pop. Who? who? Who pops for Hogan? Like, really? We, the Hogan fans pop for Hogan. We not Hogan fans like that. I mean, obviously. But, uh, but I'm, I'm saying, like, if, they, if everybody... Alright, whatever. Look, sure, it's, sure, it's, sure. You just said, bye, Felicia. <laughs> no, I said, Hogan. It's Hogan at Mania, bro. Look, we can't stop. We can't stop that. I'm just saying, but, uh, it's gonna be like don't don't get Hogan and Titus on there doing Susan G Coleman or sitting and talking about some hey we need to you know stop spreading COVID everybody wear your mask or you know saying hey we gotta fight racial injustice stop that shit we don't need none of that at this WrestleMania and we definitely we don't need to come from Hulk Hogan and Titus O'Neil we don't need them at all. I mean there is other people I mean that could have been hosts. Honestly, they could have just got Tom Brady and Gronk just say, oh, send in a video no. and call them the host. Oh, hell All right. no. 
Uh, anything is better than whole gut. This uh, actual peanut butter jelly sandwich hosting is better than whole. So <laughs> I will take it. I mean, they gonna put a time break for that. He just tossed the, the, the Lombardi Trophy almost off the boat. So I'm saying, so yeah, no, they, I mean, no. Yeah, so, so, so you mean to tell me WWE won't try to cash in on the on? They should have. They could have had Bad Bunny hosted. He don't been there every week. He's on the. He's on the actual WrestleMania poster. Like, I, oh God, I don't need him. First of all, Bad Bunny, we know he's about to do his thing with the Miz. Yeah, but he's on the actual poster. Like, it's only like five people on there. It's like Sasha or, or Reigns, I think McIntyre and and Damien and uh and Bad Bunny. <laughs> I gotta look at poster then. I'm sorry. This uh, that's just terrible. That 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 is truly terrible. So, <clears throat> what do you think is in store for us uh, uh, when it comes when it comes oh, to these hosts? Keep saying trash. I don't know how many times you want me to say trash, trash, trash. Nothing I'm good. Saying, nothing. Nothing good can come from home. Is Hulk going to be the retribution? Because you know what uh, Ali said. Can we move on? <laughs> You know, I got, bro. I gotta ask these questions, man. Because look, I gotta make this segment somewhat watchable for at least two minutes. So, for, okay, I, 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 see the WrestleMania poster that says "Finally, uh, it's it's back in business." We got Edge, Charlotte, Bianca Belair, Roman, Drew, Sasha, Bobby, and Bad Bunny. Oh, that's a different one, damn. Well, yeah, okay, that's that one too. Yeah. That, that that's the most current one uh, I see right now. I think the one I thought it was on like five people, maybe three. I mean, not three, five, maybe six people. I know Bad Bunny was on the end. One picture he was on the far right, and then another picture he was like one over from the left, far left. So, you know, well, I don't know. I mean, well, I mean, well, so. I mean, well, we, we, we got, like I said, we got a lot of things going for it. I mean, the hosting, like I said, it don't really do anything much. All Tyson's going to do is probably do, well, first of all, you know what? Fuck that. I know what Tyson's, exactly what Tyson's going to do now. Titus is going to be the one to say that WWE broke the pandemic uh, live crowd arena record with 45,000 COVID deaths coming. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. No, uh. He's he's gonna he's gonna announce the attendance record, and I know what Hogan is gonna do. It, what, what's Hogan gonna do? Try to put over himself and bury every other talent on the show. Yeah, and bro, that's exactly what he's probably gonna be doing. We got to get Hogan's first. Of all, Hogan's coming out first. Hogan's coming. Hogan, you know what? You're right. Night one, Hogan's coming out first to start everything off to to tell everybody we're back. We're back in business. It's so great to see you back, brother. It's so great to see all the fans and audience, brother. And we're gonna get. We're gonna get. This, this pandemic was so bad for people, you know, in the sixties and up. And I'm about eighty-five, brother, but I'm still kicking it, and kicking it strong. Yeah, and he, they said they said people already should not be out going places, but here I am. Exactly, he said. Like, no man. And then he gonna throw some bullshit line and talk about so. I want to thank the lovely state of Florida for letting us have this. Like they had no rules in the first fucking place. Okay, so I don't even want to hear that shit. 
that as Xavier's going to do, and then Real America's going to play, and then he's going to pose, and then he's going to you know do the Hogan pose. Like, I, come on, how do we have a lot of crowd and Hogan don't do the pose? Because the whole gimmick is I got to put my hand out to hand to my ear and go out there and listen who's the loudest. I just don't understand. <laughs> I, I, I do not understand Hogan. I, I, even when before these things came out, I just never understood the lore behind Hulk Hogan. But sure. <laughs> That's the shit he do, and it got over, bro. It got over. It seems so stupid. <laughs> it got over something awful, but he gonna be putting his hand to, you know, to, to his and ear. Then, but, and then, he's not even, bro. We see all these other wrestlers, and just because he's big, people like, he's the greatest thing ever. I'm like, I've never seen Shawn Michaels or Flair, and they, they still put Hogan at the top. <laughs> for for what? Burying everybody? Like, man. You know what I'm Look, I, I'm telling you, man. And the, the behind the scenes stories are way worse. I'm like, man, this guy sucks, man. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> oh, I, got, I got this one incident. Did you not hear about the, the World War Three incident? Um, WCW. I missed the World War III. Whoever the World War Three incident. It's like they had a, you know, they had the three, the three rings battle royal type yeah. of thing. Oh, that, that was stupid too. And the guy that was supposed to win in the match, he told the guy, "Hey, before I came out, Bischoff just told me I was supposed to win the match, but he wasn't." Mm. So the guy said, "You sure?" He said, "Yeah, brother. Trust me." And so Hogan won the match when he wasn't supposed to because he told the dude he was supposed to win, and they told him at the last minute. Mm. So that's the kind. That's the type of person we're working with. Yes, because you know, I'm telling you. That's what's going to happen. I'm a real... Look, with the COVID, talk about the real heroes, the real Americans, bruh, you know it's happening. And he's going to be doing that, and he's going to take up the first 30 minutes of the night one at WrestleMania doing the pose, and he got to go around so he can hear the live crowds. Everybody like, he's like, damn, it feels good to hear that. And I'm telling you, it's happening. That would be it, look. If Stone Cold come out and stunning him, then I'll be happy. But if, he, if nobody don't come out and beat him up at the end, then what's this even for? You know what it's for. And Randy Orton gonna come out and say, "Look, I'm the legend killer, RKO, or something like." Please, like, <laughs> you, you 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 know it's bad when you gotta start back. <laughs> can we can we not have uh, Shawn Michaels come out and super kick him or <sighs> something? Booker T can come out and give him a punch or uh, something. Yo, it'll, it'll be kind of great having her business come out there and beat him up. That, that'd be so wrong, but yeah, that's something that we gotta uh, gotta look forward to seeing. Like I said, Titus gonna be on night two. We we gotta announce the whole, you know, uh, crowd attendance and stuff like that. So, but this time we actually gonna have a night one, actual night two. So I'm actually kind of a, I want I, I want to see how it goes with the, with, with the stuff we have on the card. But one thing that is for WrestleMania weekend that's coming back is the WWE Hall of Fame. And we're going to do the class of 2021. Last week, we didn't get to talk about it, but Molly Holly, well-deserved, finally, is going into the Hall of Fame. Uh-huh. Well-deserved. My wife was happy. And then this week, we just got an announcement that the newest member, the newest inductee, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> the newest inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame is Eric 
Bischoff, Easy E. Please. Please stop going to AEW. Please. <laughs> we we beg you. Please. We put you in the Hall of Fame. Like, can you stop? Please. There's, you know, a date. What coach I think had a list last year that said 10 wrestlers who would never be in the WWE Hall of Fame? And Eric Bischoff was on that list. Nah, I, I don't. I don't. I want to say never because he's like worked for them like twenty times already. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say never. Like, no, somebody I mean, that's I, never. I mean, Eric Bischoff. Well, yeah, and, and a birth of Rio and CM Punk, but uh, well, CM Punk, I think they can make amends one day. But Alberto, I don't think so because he's just too far gone. But Steiner, nah, <laughs> yeah. not at all. Now, 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 granted, I know a lot of people care about the Hall of Fame. A lot of people don't care about the Hall of Fame, which, by the way, Bishop said he was going to ask Hogan to induct him. I'm like, why'd I get Scott Hall? Because they're going in, too. Oh, shit. What if Hogan's going in, too? Why not just... No. Oh, well, well, they should be in together, honestly. But... Because Scott Hall's like, yo, man, he don't call him Easy e Remember? There was a nickname for him, Easy E. Yeah, so, I'm with the black. I like the black people. They got this rapper named Easy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Chico. Chico. <laughs> <laughs> you know the way they got your hair. You kind of kind of look like this this rapper named Easy. Eric Bristol look nothing like. All the blacks are banging them back in the hood. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> black Oh, say, right. yeah, yeah, you feel that shit? You like that shit? Now, uh, well, uh, Eric, despite how you may feel about Eric Bischoff, despite what has been said about Eric Bischoff, you cannot um, take away the credibility of what this man has brought to the wrestling business and how what he did over at WCW. Like, once again, yes, Bischoff failed. He didn't fuck up as much as Russo did, but he fucked up. I was I was just about to break it, but I was gonna say if he gets into the Hall of Fame, it's over. It's over. It's Look, done. Bro, you might, might as well just burn that Hall of Fame out to the ground. But him, if, if Russo or Jim Cornette get into the Hall of Fame, it's done. It is. It is. It's it's just over. I think Russo would drive up to WWE headquarters and beat the shit out of this man if that happened. And not care <laughs> what happens. Like I say, hitting Duck Jim Cornette is. Vince Russo. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine Vince Russo getting done by Hall of Fame by Jim Cornette? That's, that's such a best thing to do. So I know he's your best friend, so you act like you hate him. What's your level? Oh, uh, man, that'd be something stupid. But, yeah, so, but, I mean, with Eric Bischoff, you know, having WCW be consecutive, beat uh, WWE uh, convincingly, for 83 weeks, you know what I'm saying? It's not nothing to sneeze at. The whole Monday Night Wars thing, that's Eric Bischoff stuff. Like I said, I was a fan of Eric Bischoff. The NWO was a little screwed up, but I'm saying, but I, I was a big fan of Eric Bischoff. I enjoyed his on-screen character at WCW. You can't deny, I mean, the, the man messed up. He did, but you also cannot deny what the man has done in in, in WCW because, once again, it's different with, with Vince Russo. You can sit there and say, I can talk about all the shit Vince Russo did wrong, in WCW, but I can never say he didn't do nothing right. I can't remember nothing that he did right, and I'm and I'm like Bischoff. You know, got chance to, 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 to buy the company, but he really put his heart and soul into that project, and, and thought we did right. And uh, I 
feels like this is a thing that's been well deserved. Then obviously he came back to Raw. They had the hug with Vince, and then he goes and does because Raw uh, general manager, which he was from 2002 to 2005 when he was you know fired and put in the, the garbage truck. You know, say that was you know I, I enjoy Eric Bischoff from Raw. He was the he was the general manager. I hated him, and then he, he had Teddy Long. Well, first of all, it was him and Stephanie going at it at first, and then Teddy Long came into the picture. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, some 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 along that line. No, uh, uh, one thing I was general manager first though, and then it was Teddy Vicky, and he was like Vicky's assistant or something, and then uh, Vicky, whatever happened to Vicky, he just took over as general manager. Yeah. Wait so a minute, player. So I think it's going to be good. I don't know if I say you was right that maybe some AEW people are going to come over here and get that because Billy Gunn came over here and got his. So, I mean, yeah, so if Christian ain't going in, then, then all right, you know, let's, let's predict some people. Who, who do you think? Okay, yeah, so three? obviously right now we don't have like no headliner headliner right now because that's, tw- that's 2020. And it's the same day. It's, 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 it's bro, look. I ain't got time for this shit. We, we ain't gonna do the same. Look, but I'm saying for 2021, I, I think like uh, it would be good to get Kane in there. I was gonna say Undertaker for it. it, it see, Undertaker needs a Hall of Fame class by himself to the point where it's like it's not like we we we, we gotta do the ceremony for 2020 and 2021. Like Undertaker, okay. yeah, he okay. needs a, a, a thing by himself, and he should have been announced first, but he wasn't. Okay, so. You got Molly, Holly, Eric Bischoff, uh, Vader can go I, on there. I hope Vader. I, bro, I pray Vader goes in, even though he it's too late now. But I pray that Vader goes in there because I'm a see. huge Vader. What fan. about a, a, a tag team? What's the tag team last year? Or did they just count NWO as the tag team? And, and the Bellas. Or the Bellas was the well. The Bellas was the women. So I yeah. So so I'm just gonna count the NWO. Uh, so a tag team, tag team player. What's a tag team that's not a, even in there? Demolition. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, they ain't going in there. <laughs> but they're not gonna put. They're not gonna put the demolition in there. They're not gonna nah. put the rockers in there with Mario Janetti. They're not gonna even try to find them. Nah. Nah, you saw me. Those need three rings. Nah, man. Well, no, not, so, not for the rockers. No, no, I, I don't think so neither. Uh. You could make a case for the Hardy Boys, but Matt's like very yeah, active. Matt, yeah. Matt is very active in AEW right now. Very yeah. active in AEW right now. And say they were Edge and Christian, I'm saying, but they, they got matches. Nah. I'm not going to put Edge as a two time Hall of Famer where he got a match on Sunday. Like, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, nah, not not this year. Not this year, yeah. So when it comes to tag. <sighs> it's actually very difficult. I cannot think of no other tag teams right now. That's deserving more so. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, oh, never mind. They do put undeserving people in there. So, you know. The brother hey. said Coco Beware line. I'm trying to tell you. Hey, what about, uh, what's that? What's the team name? Must have got already. What was it? Social, uh, commentary? Social outcast. Yeah. Why not? Social outcast. Let's go. Did you say social outcast? <laughs> you know, they were weird teams there. Hey. They don't even qualify. First of all, bro. There's no way Curtis Axel gets a Hall of Fame for Undertaker. There's no way Adam Rose gets a uh, Hall of Fame before The Rock. Okay. What if it's The Rock, man? 
they, they, he'll be announced first. They would look if they really had like a true headliner to, to shut the news down. Molly Holly wouldn't have been the first one to be inducted. What did they? I mean, they did announce it in like late February, <laughs> like early. Nah, they like early March. Bro, this, this they probably was like we probably they probably was like we're not doing it this year. Oh wait, yes we are. Yeah. Molly, can you can you do it? This, this Hall of Fame class is going to be. Vincent Man is going to think of six people off the top of his head just so he can say, hey, I did one for 2021 and I didn't finish doing one for 2020. He's not great. This Hall of Fame class is not going to be put too much effort into it, probably. But once again, I do think Molly High and Eric Bischoff are deserving of the credit. They really are. But however, like I said, I, I can see them putting Kane in here. I can see them putting uh, Vader in here. <clears throat> Also in the Hall of Fame, I can see them. Uh, you know, like I said, uh, when it comes to a tag team, uh, you really got to go back and think of. Uh, yeah, can I, I can't think of one. I mean, I mean, I mean, I can think of tag teams, but the question is, do they deserve to go in there? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I don't think they necessarily deserve to be in there, but uh, I think somebody like I think somebody that's sneaking there like a noble sneaking the Hall of Fame, or not noble. Yeah, no, I think somebody like Noble can sneak in there, but not for good reasons. Just you know, you, 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 some... you can make a case to put put Rey Mysterio in there. I don't think he gonna go in there this year. I mean, he's what about a... Tajiri? I think Tajiri's cool. What about Regal? I think Regal yeah. can go in there this year. I didn't. You I, know, think one... I didn't. Regal will be a nice addition to the Hall of Fame. He's deserving of it. Yeah, they should be in there. I don't know why he's not in there now. He's not active, so. Yeah, I, I, I think Will Regal would, would be would be really cool. So this tag team is really getting on my nerves. I cannot I, I, think. I, I, I'm still trying to think of tattoos from the '80s and tattoos from the '90s that will uh, most likely likely go in there. And right now, the teams I'm thinking of is like I don't know if they would. Like I said. When it comes oh, to my mind, you know what? I, I guess I got. I, I just thought of some brand new names. RVD or RVD. I would like RVD in there because he got. He got to come back somewhere. He's not an impact or anywhere right now. Well, he did. I think he's still retired because he's uh, somewhere. His concussions was getting bad, so he, he stopped wrestling. I mean, yeah, the man's fifty some years old. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. I mean, RVD. Well, RVD would be cool. Uh. Who else? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to just openly just think of just everybody. Lex Luger? <laughs> no. <laughs> he said no. <laughs> no, man. Well, if he did, I wouldn't care. But I'm like, that's just, I just. You know, I, I'll say this though. I, I may, never really liked him. I may not know who the other people may go into the Hall of Fame, but I'll tell you this. If they're doing a war, a, a war every war, it go to Shad. It has to. You know, they're going to do the WWE thing. What? And even though this is not a bad choice, they will probably either give it to Shad or Harper. Yeah, but as of right now, uh, yeah. But I'm saying, you know, they both can't get it. one or the other. Which one would we like better? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're right. Which one? Which one like better? But right now, the story of Shad saving his son and sacrificing his life for his son, it it, it has. No other parallel. No disrespect to to, to John Her- uh, Herbert, 
but it has no other parallel, especially with the way AEW did their tribute show and stuff like that. I'm sorry, right now, it's it, it has to be shared. And JTG has to be the one to, well, obviously, it's um, Dana Warrior who always brings the award out. So, yeah, his uh, wife. Yeah, but I'm saying, but yeah, but, but yeah, Shad, I'm talking about Shad's wife, my bad. Yeah, yeah, Shad, Shad's wife, Shad wife could definitely, definitely accept it, but they need to do a Warrior Award, and if they do, it got to be Shad. It has to be. There's just no question, no, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It has to be Shad. I gave up on this tag. I cannot. I can't even. Yeah, I, I mean, you, you might as well. So look, Eric Bischoff in, in the hall. I'm, 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 uh, I'm cool with that. So. uh so I think they're gonna start unveiling them every Wednesday. Apparently, because I seen they do it on. Well, actually, on the bump. I think Molly Molly Holly's always on the bump, but then I think Corey Corey not Corey Graves. Uh, Eric Bischoff was on Corey Graves' show. Oh, so, okay. Oh, give me some people from 1999. Something. He's sick. <laughs> no, bro. Cause no, I ain't trying to see no Val Venus in the Hall of Fame. Nah, I'm pretty sure like. I was like Bulldogs in there. Well, when I said 1999, I was thinking of that episode where it's like, it doesn't matter if the Rock counts to three for the nine. I don't know. I have I mean, no idea. So we just move on, I guess. I don't, I can't. I'm, I'm going to keep stuck, being stuck on I'm this. I'm about to say it because, like I said, honestly, when it comes to tag team, I mean, for, for some reason, like I said, there's plenty of tag teams, but I'm like, I ain't, I ain't trying to put the smoking guns in, in the Hall of Fame. I mean, the new Age Outlaws and stuff like that is already in there with, with DX, so... We don't need to give them, you know, more rings, obviously. Harlem Heat put an just, X Factor mm. and put and give X Files three rings. Harlem Heat is already in there with the Heart Foundation. Uh, they should have put. You know what? I, I'm not gonna get on that again. Well, you talking the, the nation? They should have. They should have put it in the whole Heart Foundation, but we're not gonna get there. We, they really should because. Oh, you know what? What about Brian Pillman? I don't think they're going to do him this year. Not this year? You know, they got to wait for his representatives to get out of a different country, different company. Well, for, yes, you're right. I keep forgetting the Varsity Blondes. Mm, yeah. Huh? Yeah. I, uh, uh. I, I don't know. It's difficult. I, I was just starting to think of yeah. ECWB, but nah, that's why I said RVD or Cyborg or something. <clears throat> Look, I, I'm saying, I think, I, I think, Shad should get the award. I'm, I'm still going with Kane. I'm still going with uh, Vader. You know what? Hey, maybe Christian. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> he gonna come in there with the AEW championship. <laughs> yo, wouldn't that be some shit, yo? Wouldn't that be some shit? You know what? If he was to be like, yeah, I'm gonna be in the Hall of Fame, they would give him the title that night and be like. Yeah, I just, you know, got a little bit of hardware on my shoulder, you know what I'm saying? Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I think AEW be that petty. I think uh, they uh, I think they would. Oh, you know what? Oh, oh, put the picture with it for, for leaving. Like, we, we sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's not happening. You know, that's not happening. That damn sure is not happening. All right. <sighs> so, uh, so, so, uh, so we can move on here uh, after the Hall of Fame and all this WrestleMania talk, stuff like that. We also got talked that of Triple H. Uh, it was a report that came in, especially from Wrestling Inc. Uh, he, Triple H missed Raw on Monday. So everybody didn't 
they paid no attention to it because it's like, okay, he missed Raw. And, but then he missed NXT on Wednesday. There, I was like, okay. I mean, NXT is his baby. He's always at NXT. But, you know, shit happens. And then he missed SmackDown. Now, Triple H usually does, Vince don't give out vacations or days off towards WrestleMania. He don't. So the question is, what happened to Triple H? Is everything okay? And it comes to find out. We don't necessarily know, but the rumor has it that, um, oh shit, we can do a rumor has it in like a year or some. Remember that? <laughs> rumor has it. I, 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 I actually missed that. Uh, that Triple H may have, you know, uh, the COVID. Well, I mean, if he do, he do. If he don't, he he don't. Like, I mean, what the hell is this, Rocky Four? Is it? If hey, he dies, I, he dies. Look, we don't we don't been in the same for a full year. That's at this point, you're like, hey, if he got it, you, you, sh- you should learn from your mistakes. <laughs> Just that's. I guess that's how you got to roll, Don. No, I, I mean, first of all, I hope because he, he has a he, he has the family, he has the little, the little girls back there and stuff. And I'm just saying, you know, all that travel and stuff like that. It, obviously, with all these big events, I think the world is moving too fast in the first place. Once again, I, I, people out there listening, I can't tell you how to live your life, but you know what I'm saying. But however, you this is not you know a thing that affects you. People are thinking that this virus is what affects you personally it does make you sick but this you a lot of people that die get have nothing to do with what you're doing and it ends up spreading it ain't like it's like i got cancer i gotta deal with this on my own or you know i i i got a uh some kind you know some kind of disease whatever the case may be that i gotta deal with this on my own and it's my own problem so if i want to do this if i want to get sick or if i want to do all that yeah that's fine that's on you but once again this is so contagious that everybody could be getting it, and you could have it asymptomatic and just spread and it. That's by... the part that's that's the part that's weird to me. What? It's like, no, I'm saying like them as like wrestlers on that. It's like, hey, we're gonna cover up, even though we work for an 80 year old man who's traveling every single way, bringing in all these other old 80 year old people. You know? Yeah. Once again, I don't understand. I don't understand why they be bringing Flair and all them out. I'm like, stop flying these people to Florida of all places. Mm-hmm. And then they be wanting to go out and drink and go to the bar all night and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, well. at back to where and then the cases are just rising up there. People are like, well, it ain't right. I'm not sick. I'm like, it ain't about you. It ain't always about you. But people want to make it about them. And like I said, it could have been a situation where, you know, it finally, they're all in Florida. It, it's, it's finally catching with everybody. And we, we see what's happening with March Madness right now. Certain teams are dropping out because of COVID outbreaks. Uh-huh. And these are college kids. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's sad. It's like, we well, they ain't getting paid for it anyway, so they don't care. Which, which is, well, they do care. That's why they need to get paid for it. But, uh, that's another conversation for another topic or another podcast. But with, with that all being said, these people are getting sick, and that is is ruining your necessarily plans. Uh-huh. And I'm like, people, you gotta understand something, man. Look, if what the president is saying is true, 
and we can get out. We can all be vaccinated by May 1st. Why are you laughing? This man took a tumble. Bro, he I... fell three times up the steps. He fell three times. I'm sorry I had to bring that up there, but he, he I... fell three times I... up the steps. I was just thinking somebody had put like a thing of Steph Curry crossing them over like yeah. he did Chris Paul. Ooh. I was like, oh, that's, that's funny. All right, my bad. You can no, I said that's comedy. Because first of all, he he fell twice, and then he just like flat out fell up on the step. I'm just like, bro, that's your age showing. <laughs> turn around real quick and give a salute. Like, yeah, I'm right. Salute. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, I, I'm slightly embarrassed, but yeah, it's, it's all good. Because you know they was they ripping him a new one. They ripping him a new one, but yeah. If if but seriously, if if what he's saying is true, by May first. Every adult that wants a vaccine should get one, especially when he's <coughs> ahead of schedule. And we already at 100 million vaccines. Uh-huh. So if if by May everybody can get vaccinated, and by by the summertime we can actually do the stuff that we want to do, then yes, you should strive towards that. You should go towards that kind of stuff. I don't understand. And I was like, but everybody want to do this shit now. Nobody want to do shit in, in, in the early spring, late winter. I ain't trying to. I mean, why? It's WrestleMania. I'm like, I am not that amped to go to, 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 to WrestleMania just to get out the house. Especially when everybody said, I got out the house. I'm like, I've been out. I've been going to the store. I've been, you know, uh, hanging out with certain other people. But I'm like, nah, I'm good. I can wait until, you know, we are. Because I'm not traveling down to Florida. Yeah. You know, to, 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 to go see. Let's just see that. So once again, with that being said, it's like, man, I hope Triple H is cool. This is I'm saying. I hope he's cool. Though. Stay safe, but yeah, I mean, I mean, it's kind of like a "what are you gonna do" type of thing. It's like, yeah, you should protect yourself. That's all I'm saying. That's right, dog. I'm still trying to protect my stuff. I still got my mask on. I still got my gloves. Still got my sanitizer. I'm still doing everything I all can. Right. Huh? I was going to say I had one quick question I'll let you finish No no no, no. Go ahead What's the question? Like, if, you, if you was going to work And they said Hey Like a thousand people Just called COVID Are you going to still go The next day? Like no No I'm not Okay mm-hmm. The people They have all these outbreaks all the time And they still go every week Like Nothing happening no, man, if, if somebody got, first of all, that means I'm exposed. That means if I'm not showing any symptoms, I'm taking 10 days to stay in my house. But however, I'm, quarant- I'm quarantined for that amount of time. But however, if I do call it, I'm going to give me a test. I know, but they only, it seems like they almost only do it for the people that got it, not for the people that was exposed. Like, Drew McIntyre had a match with Keith Lee. Drew McIntyre called it like the next night or whatever, and Keith Lee was on the show the next week. And then he had, and then they said he got it. Yeah, so I'm now t- they don't know if he if he got it from McIntyre or not, and then it was just like he gave it to me a yam and then all that. Like, just... That's how it spreads. But on top of that, also everybody in that locker room, if Drew McIntyre caught it, everybody's exposed. But once again, WWE can't afford to go. Everybody go on a ten day quarantine. Which they can afford to be. They can afford to literally. Play reruns for a full year, but they, they just don't. 
you're absolutely right. They they can't and they don't Vince don't want to miss out on his money. Same thing, same thing with you know with the thing going on with WrestleMania. So him selling those tickets, he don't he don't want to lose his money. He don't want to lose the money at all. So ah, for his son in law, I um I pray for the best for him. And I do hope it's there's no guarantee that he has COVID. I'm just saying he hasn't been there, so that's the rumor. So we're gonna me and probably gonna leave it at that at the oh, moment. What a, what if it go back and it's like this man, him and Stephanie's on vacation in like uh, Cabo or something. That'd be kind of funny. <laughs> like, oh, we can't take a week vacation, bro. Like y'all tripping that much? No. I mean, that's the case. I'm well. I mean, that's probably how you're gonna spend it because he probably wanted a two week vacation. Kind of like remember when Cedric went to that uh, hurt business boot camp for two weeks. <laughs> Yeah, remember, remember just, when he made just, made the excuse for Apollo while he was going for three weeks. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> been a journey. So, too much may come back to us. Yeah, I'm on vacation. But like, yeah, yeah two week vacation, no, bro. Yeah, stop that. Uh, speaking of somebody who's going on an extended vacation, Charlie Caruso <clears throat> reportedly is done with WWE. Fightful Select, uh, you know, put out a detailed report explaining the reason why behind Charlie's absence. She has been backstage interviewing. Um, uh, this is the report, uh, courtesy of Mike Johnson of PW Insider. WWE broadcasting personally, uh, personality Charlie Caruso is expected to depart the company when her current deal expires and is already done appearing on WWE programming. PW Insider has learned. Uh, com has been told Caruso is not currently expecting to make any additional appearances and that her previous on-air duties have already been filled by other broadcast personalities. So, uh... Good for her. I mean, yeah, she... I mean, I mean, I, I like Charlie Caruso. I like the better than, than uh, Dasha, who's at AEW right now. Uh-huh. But, uh... She, uh... Very beautiful... Knew I do a job. We know we, we know Q Flow loves from Charlie Caruso, and uh, yeah. But then it was like uh, first of all, I, 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 she works on for ESPN already, right? Doing doing uh, some. Yeah, she stuff. has she has two shows. Well, she replaces Molly, which I think she should become the full time replacement for Molly on first take. But that's just me. Everybody says that man. What is it about Molly? <laughs> they just be like you know. Molly. Molly was never good, but like Molly used to can kind of get control of a uh, skip, and now when Skip is in there, Max is there. It's just like mm-hmm. sometimes she'll go through real. Charlie, I, she'll be like, hey, I mean, well, Stephen A. I, I mean, it's hard to get control of Stephen A. Also, but Charlie can do it. Mm-hmm. Charlie do it. She get she get control of Stephen A. And he be like, all right, all right, you're right, Charlie. I'm sorry, but Molly. She play. Like, yeah, Molly. I I know. You know, Charlie. Oh, Lyon, yeah, I, 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 I know. I know. <laughs> Stephen A. Uh, and then uh, she got her own show. She got her own show. A woman's, not a woman's sports show. It was like a sports show starring her, Kimberly something, and Cheney. She's a basketball player. Mm. It's, it's three women. Uh, kind of like First Take. What is three women? I guess they just talk about different sports. Yeah. Kind of like First Take, his and hers, but with, with starring three women. So. Well, apparently, the reason why that she's being let go is to say because of some backstage heat, and it's not heat with superstars. It's not heat like she says on Twitter, or she says some kind of anti-Semitic or 
you know, uh, racist or any kind of slur like that. She didn't say any. She didn't say nothing like that. Her problem was tardiness. She was late. She was late. A lot of times for the I past mean, month. You're doing two shows. She, you know, Stephen ain't like to go overtime or whatever. Uh-huh. You gotta be there at four o'clock. If you gotta be there at four o'clock, and first take don't end at like three fifty, and Stephen ain't talking till like four o'clock. Uh huh. I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't. I mean, sure. She don't. I don't think she needs those two anyway. So I, I think she'll be better anyway. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm like Renee Young. It's it's kind of too. I mean, obviously, you know, I know John wants to target this. I just said the word got back up to McMahon, and you know, he didn't, uh, he didn't like that. Like I said, so it, it must have been a thing where she was late all the time. Once again, you got where this first take? Where this first take even recorded? It's in California, right, or New York? It depends. Okay, because I know some days they, some days they go in, in some days they do it from from their house. Okay, well, I mean, now Skipper Shannon from Undis- from uh, Undisputed is from LA. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I never know where Max and um, yeah, I don't know. It's probably is probably from. is in probably is in California or New York. But I'm saying like sometimes they actually go in a studio, and then sometimes they do it from the house or from Zoom or whatever. Yeah. So imagine she got to record them shows. And most so, of those shows I, is live, and she got to fly away down to Florida. I got a question for that then. I'm like, so like, why well, would Vince allow her to do two shows then? I don't like, think it, I think it's, I think it's in their contract. I think it's in their contract. Or at least it used to be to where they couldn't do no other shows or they had to be like, um, uh, with, you know, it had to be in their contract. WWE has to authorize these shows that you're on. If you're part of the brand, man, do you do you think that Vince even watches? A, a, he don't got to watch it. I'm talking about just authorizing. Because uh-huh. I used to be in the contract. Because I know what Mark Henry wanted. You know, he he has his own radio show now, busted open. He said he'd been wanted to be on that show for a long time, and every time he wanted to be on the podcast, they always would say, "You don't got time to do a podcast. You can't do no podcast. We not let, we're not authorizing you to do a podcast." So, I Damn. guess I was in his contract or whatever. That's a so, lot. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. And then I guess, I, I, I'm i assuming Vince slacked up on that. And then that's when the third-party stuff came in. And he was like, oh, no, no more. No more third-party stuff. Mm, okay. Well, you know, it, it could be the thing. But, you know, Vince don't play with that target. Is he like, if I could do it, you know, hell, anybody else could do it. Which is I just yeah, say the like two. I mean, what was really tardy for for Vince? If he gets that two o'clock, and the show starts at eight, <laughs> what's really what's really tardy? Bruh, look, I, you, you know the old saying: if you if you're on time, you're late, and if you are early, you're on time. Sure. <laughs> That's uh. Hey, I'm strolling in there at seven forty-five. I ain't gonna be in the 745. I'm about to say, you ain't gonna stroll in there. I mean, that, 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 now that's your only job. You ain't strolling there, no 745. Yeah, you, you, get, you get the point, though. Like, I'm not gonna show up at 2. I'm not even gonna start. I'm not gonna get there. Right? Yeah. Let's keep going. Well, guys, uh, right now we're about to 
going to the Wednesday Night War that I did my recording on uh, by myself. So you guys should check out the Wednesday Night War. When we come back before we end the podcast, I'll give Prime's thoughts on certain things that he heard of. Because I said he didn't see it this past week. But uh, right now, you're about to get into, we're about to get into the Wednesday Night War. What's going on, YouTube? It's here, place to be chosen from Mr. Andy. Better give you guys another Wednesday night war. Yes, I'm by myself this week. Unfortunately, you know, we couldn't, uh, PRIME, Protoss are here uh, with me on the Wednesday night war. But the Wednesday, I wanted to get the Wednesday night war back up to where it's supposed to be. I'll try to bring it out to you guys every single Thursday. But once again, my Wednesdays, my, my week has just been all over the place. And sometimes I just be like, well, I just, I'm going to put it on the podcast anyway. So I wait for the podcast stuff to come out, but I ain't been doing the podcast in a while. So uh, I missed two weeks of the podcast. So I'm playing because with Fast ain't coming up, got to get to a podcast this weekend. So uh, I'm just here to, to know about myself. And Prime already said that he wasn't going to be able to, to see the Wednesday Night War this week. But I hope he did check out that unsanctioned match because on NXT, we got a debut of LA Knight in his first match. I mean, he debuted already, but it's going to be his first matchup. And then, of course, we got uh, a, a big return for Walter. And also, when it comes to AEW, it's all about St. Patrick's Day Slam. And we got that unsanctioned lights out women's match between Thunder Rosa and Dr. Brent Baker, DMD. So a lot to talk about here. When it comes to NXT, though, I didn't see much of NXT like I did AEW. So NXT is mostly going to be about a breeze through tonight. So uh, let's, we'll just start off getting in there with NXT. So we're, we're St. Patrick's Day, and uh, uh, it opens up. Finn Balor comes out, NXT champion. And then he he's looking, you know, obviously he's looking very serious. And then uh, we get Karen Cross that comes out, and Karen Cross basically is saying that look, it's only my time for I get my championship back because I'm the true champion. I never lost a championship, okay. And then everybody says, well, everybody wants to say their championship. The real champion walks into the room, and I'm gonna say what nobody else says. To, uh, had the ball say to your face is that Finn Balor's a champion. It's not damn thing you can do about it. So. Uh, they they just uh, stand, staring each other down, and all of a sudden, Lorcan and Birch come out, and they start talking trash on on, on the mic a little bit. But then we have uh, Scarlet who goes and talks about time. It's a, it's a well, it's only a matter of time, and then uh, she goes uh, up to, to, to the ramp and starts kind of taunting uh, Lorcan and Birch and everything like that. We got we, we set up for a tag team match um, later on the night between Karen Cross and Finn Balor against Lorcan and Birch. Uh, Dexter Lumis taking on Austin Theory here. Uh, the, the match is okay here. Austin Theory thinks that Dexter Lumis and him are friends. They try to get go for a hug, but then Lumis goes and, and puts him to sleep with his uh, uh, the silence, sir. I think I forgot. I forgot what it's called. Have, have, have Nelson slammed in into into the silence, sir. And Dexter Lumis wins as uh, he, he passes out. Adam Cole gets to the ring and he says, "You know what? It wasn't even. I wasn't even hating Kyle O'Reilly." Uh, before last week, because it was just time for me to move on. But then, you know, after what Kyle O'Reilly did, cost me the NXT championship. I got a problem with Kyle O'Reilly, and so uh, you know, he didn't want Kyle to be in his business. But then all of a sudden, Kyle O'Reilly appears up, you know, on the I would say the Thunderdome Titan screens and everything like that. And then uh, you see, find it very satisfying for Cole to lose last week. So with that being said, he said. Uh, he says it's, it's kind of funny, you know, how Cole tried to end his career. He really tried to end his career. And he's going to show you what he's going to do. But he's going to do something to Adam Cole. And he's going to get his revenge. Adam Cole gets into 
whatever it was at the top of the stage, he said, you got, you're going to do something about this. So that's going. I know that's going to be one of the matches going to WrestleMania weekend. Once again, I do not know what the if Kyrie really is injured or not because I see that the way his elbow was looking, it didn't look too, didn't look too good. The Gallo Del Fantasma taking on Breezango here, a tag team match. I did not see, but end up with Legato Del Fantasma getting the win after that. And like I said, I missed the whole segment of what happened uh, on that. Uh, so then we got a commercial break, and then we got a little video package of this new Japanese wrestler that, that, that's going to uh, de- debut pretty soon. Then we get Zoe start taking on Dakota Kai with Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, good match. Zoe Stark is, is coming out and, and doing uh, good stuff here. I just understand. I don't even want to push it, push this lady, and she's really good. She's very athletic. But they keep putting her in these big-time matches where you know she has to lose. Like, she went against Io Shirai. You know she wants to lose. And then she went against Dakota Kai, and she ends up losing Dakota Kai. Uh, and Dakota Kai hits her, hit her with a kick, kick to the face. And I'm thinking you probably want to build this woman up. You probably want to give her some things to do. Uh, so when she gets to the big time, you know, the, 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 the losses won't hurt her as much. Well, uh, actually, when Champion Io Shirai comes down, and then uh, Dakota Kai just stares at her in the ring, but then she just kind of scoops out her and says, Look, she wants Raquel Gonzalez because remember, Raquel Gonzalez is the one that pinned Io Shirai for the victory at TakeOver War Games in the War Games matchup. So I'm glad it's circling back to that. And, and, and Shirai just gives her the contract around her chest and says, I want you for the championship, so sign it. So uh, even backstage, Dakota Kai is like, Look, that's all well and good, but. but we we got things. We just lost the tag team championships and all stuff like that. So we need to get back up on track and stuff like that. So uh neither here or there. Uh next up, Tommaso Ciampa taking on Marcel uh Bart Bartel, Fabian Knight out there. Uh Ciampa, uh good matchup here. Ciampa hits the uh the um did that Randy Orton style uh DDT and, and went and wins the widow's bell, I believe it is, and wins the matchup. After the matchup, we see the return of Walter on U.S. soil. Walter is back. The over 700-day uh, U.K. champion comes in the ring. Uh, stays on the apron. That's a touch Chompa. But then we have uh, Marcel Bartel and Fabian Agner, uh tag Chompa. Then Walter comes in there with the big chop, then the power bomb, and then uh, Imperial to stand there, do their pose. And then Imperium is back. I don't know where Alexander Wolf was at though during this whole thing though, but it's great to see Walter Bay. Uh, backstage, Elliot Knight is coming for his match. I like how he's coming out from his locker room. He's going down, you know, the different picks of different uh, WWE superstars and talking about, you know, how he's going to be a megastar. But in the back, you see Bronson Reed sneak into his locker room. So uh, Elliot Knight goes to a match against Austin Gray. Uh, once again, he's just sitting there very dominant. But then Bronson Reed comes to the top. And he's he, he's toying with his jacket, and Elliot Knight's like, "What's going on?" Bronson Reed tries to put on his jacket, and then he, like he sees a big guy, he starts ripping the jacket, and he squeezes it together and rips all his jacket apart. But it doesn't cause Elliot Knight to match up as he uh, gives, gives a knee to the face to Austin Gray, then a head slam and wins the matchup. So uh, I'm glad he still won the matchup. I, I, that would have been stupid if he had lost. WWE Tag Team Championships, which they really uh, Regal made a championship matchup. It's going to be. Uh, only Lorcan Danny Burst taking on Finn Balor and Karrion Cross. So the, uh, the match is pretty good uh, for the most part. We get to the outside, and Finn Balor is heating up now. He hits a um, uh, a slingshot onto the outside to Only Lorcan. Then as well as get gets up, he's getting ready for the shotgun dropkick. He shotgun dropkicks Lorcan into Scarlet and take, takes her down. So, uh, But then he goes back into the ring, and he's going 
try to uh, finish them off. But then Cross sees it, pulls down Finn Balor, and starts beating him up, and this throws him into the uh, barricade a couple times, puts him back in there, and then he gets an uppercut from Lorcan, European uppercut, and then they pick up the win. But then as soon as the win is over, Karrion Cross can uh, say those suplex to only Lorcan, takes him out, and it goes back to beating down Finn Balor. So uh, he stands over Finn Balor, and uh, uh, he picks him up, Scarlett trying to hold him up, but then, bam, gives the uh, forearm right to the back of Finn Balor. Tick-tock is what he's saying, and that's how the show ends. So uh, that was NXT for this week. Uh, wasn't too bad, but then we better go over to AEW. So AEW Dynamite, we've got the St. Patrick's Day slam. I think it was the St. Patrick's Day slam. We all know what it's here. It's here for the, the big matchup. But we also get opening contest, uh, um, Pentagon Jr. taking on, uh, what's he called, the Lord of Lucha Libre against the Prince of Pro Wrestling. Uh, Pentagon taking on Cody. Uh, good match. Uh, Pentagon kicks out the crossroads, and, and Cody is all shot. We try to figure out different ways to keep down Pentagon. Gives like a glory special. Uh, kicks out of that too. Uh, more things going on. Uh, Penta goes and does the arm break to Cody. Cody ain't taking like the right way, like I seen like Van Van Pierre or somebody taking in Lucha Underground things like that. But uh, still soda. But Cody wins with a roll up, and uh, Cody wins the matchup. But Penta snaps after the match, starts beating down Cody Rhodes before uh, the Gun Club and the, the, the Nightmare Family come in. And Penta's on, on on the outside with Nala Rose with, with the same patch they had on cheering on. Then the rest of the Nightmare fan comes out, but then QT Marshall is sitting there just taking his time coming down. And everybody's wondering, like, where was QT Marshall? I'm like, are we really doing a QT Marshall angle right now to see where he was at the Nightmare family? I really do not care. And then I buy his any excuses. So trying to get rid of him anyway. So Alex Marvel was backstage with the Young Bucks. I didn't see much to say, but I know Don Cox comes and interrupts the interview. And Don Cox asks uh, what happened to the Young Bucks about people killing the business. He said, killing the business, killing the business type of thing. But uh, he wants to know, uh, where's the Nick and Matt that I saw in New Japan? Think about that. We got uh, the singles debut of Che Cargill taking on Dinah Jordan, which is up next. Uh, I'm a big fan of Jay Cargill. You know, and uh, she just in there, she just dominates dominates this woman. I was just to get her some wins under her belt, gives her that that Beth Phoenix splash, and then uh pins the match, you know, do a little twerk action back there. Uh Red Velvet's in the audience, and then she you know, she just goes and flex the red uh the red velvet and it calls her a bitch, and then you know uh, Red Velvet gets all amped up. So this may not be the end this is it's probably not the end of the role we see of Jay Cargill and Red Velvet. Maybe at the next pay-per-view, if she gets another wins on the belt and does more wrestling, because I, I think she probably should wrestle. I, I haven't watched Dark or Evolution uh, or Elevation yet to see if she's on there, but you give her, you give her a couple matches on there, and yeah, I'll definitely check this out. MJF is out with Latelli Blanchard, Sean Spears, Warlord, and FT, FTR saying that, you know, everything about Chris Jericho, how he was stupid, and how he created his own group, the Pinnacle so he has uh, you know, Warlow. He goes down, runs off Warlow. Sean Spears, I make him like a million bucks. FTR, and of course himself. And uh, how they're going to be the best group. I'll tell you, Blanchard, he said, I started my career with, with the best group of men in professional wrestling, and I'm going to end my career with the best group of men in professional wrestling, minus Sean Spears. So uh, the, the pinnacle is here. So that's cool. 10-man tag team matchup player, Jurassic Express, and Bear Country taking on Big Money Matt, Private Party, and the Butcher and the Blade here. Usual AEW 10-man tag team matchup stuff. They uh, uh, 
Marco stunts on Tyro, private party hits gin and juice, but then Matt Hardy wants to take all the credit for it. Then hits a uh, twist of fate on Marco stunt and then like pins him. It's amazing how they be bullying this little boy though. And uh, you know, he's not a little boy though. Uh, but and then they, they, they get the win here, and uh, that's pretty much what it is. Christian Cage gets interviewed uh, by Dasha in the back, talk about, you know, why I was here, but uh, y'all may have forgotten my name over the past seven years. We was with WWE, but y'all gonna remember it again because Christian Cage was a big thing in Impact Wrestling. So now him coming here to AEW, I mean, it'll, it'll be cool for him because he was never going to get to that Christian Cage level that he was at in WWE. Vince just did not see Christian that way, but now him coming into AEW, I think I think that'd be kind of, kind of cool for him. I, like I said, I do miss going back and watch some of the, those things in Impact, so that was cool. Tag team matchup: John Moxley and Eddie Kingston taking on the Good Brothers. Uh, this matchup was just a, it was a brawl because as soon as Eddie Kingston come out, they start beating up Eddie Kingston, and, and Moxley comes out. So the brawl even starts before the match starts, and then they get into the ring. Then the match kind of starts off, and then uh, it's chaotic throughout the whole thing. Uh, the Good Brothers tag team do a, 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 a backdrop neckbreaker to Eddie Kingston, but Moxley goes to the outside, does what, what his, his diving through the ropes. Or to Lou Gallows, gets to roll up on Carl Anderson and wins the matchup for them, but they don't like that. They start beating him up after the matchup. Then, of course, Kane Omega don't come out. They put a chair onto Eddie Kingston's leg and jump from the top rope and stomp on his leg, so he's out. They try to do the same thing with Moxie with his neck, though. But then the Young Bucks come out and try to stop them and slow them all down and everything like that. So uh, we get a little tension between the Young Bucks and Omega, and like that, but they both like, oh, chill, 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 chill. Come on, keep this in the air. Keep this in the air. So uh, they do that. Uh, Tony Schiavone and uh, interview Sting and Darby Allen. I did not get all of the. I did not see all of the. I do know Lance Archer comes out and interrupts them, so they're obviously going to be doing something with, with Lance Archer. And I, I, like I said, I missed anything uh, much with that interview. Ray Phoenix taking on uh, Angelico, which is a match I really. Really wanted to see it. I did not get a chance to get to see the full match because I'm a big fan of in, in Helico, especially ever since his days of Lucha uh, Underground. So seeing those two go at it, even though I don't think they got enough time to really go in there and get it, but uh, Ray Phoenix and Spikes in Helico into uh, head to the man and wins the matchup. Time for the big thing. Time for what everybody was here for, and that is the unsanctioned lights out match between Dr. Brent Baker and Dunder Rosa. These women beat the shit out of each other. They really go ahead and they give it. They give it their all to you guys. And uh, this actually made me because first of all, when Dr. Brent Baker DMD started in AEW last year, and I was just like, oh, in 2019, I was like, I'm just not. I'm not feeling her. I know it's like Adam Coulson's girlfriend got everything like that, but I wasn't feeling her. But then her rival, then when she turned heel. When she turned heel, I was feeling all the segments that she was doing and having Fish and Tony Schiavone, no cards and everything. I loved all that stuff. And then, of course, the whole vibe with Big Swole, I loved that. And then it just started growing on me. And then she just started looking better in the ring. And I just I just enjoyed Dr. Britt Baker. And, and this one sold it over the top for me in this match because this woman takes a beating in this match. She's on the corner. And then Dunder Rosa kind of does a front jockey with a ladder Right while she's laying down in the corner with a ladder bridge right there, kicks the ladder right in her head. I don't know if she if she bladed or if the ladder really clipped her because I've seen ladders really clip wrestlers before, and it is a sight to see. I, I was right in the front row during WrestleMania times in 2017 when they were getting ready for WrestleMania 33 and they clipped Sheamus with a ladder. 
where he stood with the bar and he was bleeding everywhere because it wasn't meant to happen. So I've seen it. So it, it's it's all a possibility. The, uh, Britt Barry gets onto uh, Dunder Rosa sets the bridge up or the ladder kind of diagonal from the, in, in the ropes to the ring. And then Britt Barry's on top rope. She goes, he was a Death Valley driver. It wasn't the prettiest onto the ladder, but there's a pile of chairs in the ring. And Britt Baker gives a superplex of Thunder Rosa on those steel chairs. Now, Britt Baker's is bleeding like a stuffed pig. She got the crimson mask on and everything. She goes out, she gets the bag. The bag of thumbtacks. Oh, we're about to see the women do a thumbtack spot. Ain't seen that since Candace LeRae. So, you know, we're about to see uh, have, have them do a thumbtack spot. And uh, they, they, they're, they're teasing who's going to go in there. By the way, there there's a table set. There's two tables set up on the outside that Thunder Rosa uh, set up. So, uh, Reba. Reba tries to get into the matchup. Thunder Rosa kicks off the apron, and she falls to a table. Reba's out the match. Gives Britt Baker a power bomb on the thumbtacks and tries to give her a pin right there, but she kicks out. Kind of like it hurt. Britt Baker tries to go and gives her the lockjaw on the thumbtacks, but then she kind of rolls her over, and she has to let go because the thumbtacks hurt so bad. God, I mean, my wife just got a thumbtack in her foot the other day, and she hollered. I'm like, just imagine all that shit in your back and stuff like that. So, uh, we go to the outside, and there's no table set up. Britt Baker trying to go to the table and powerbomb her through there, but then there was a uh, fight side of it and gives her her finishing move right through the table off the apron and pins Britt Baker for a awesome women's unsanctioned match. I enjoyed every bit of it. I really, I really did enjoy it. It really put Britt Baker on another level for me of enjoyment. I'm a big, big Britt Baker fan now. I'm happy to say that because after seeing her growth in 2020 and now, yeah, I mean, she's she come a long way from that 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 face that was in 2019. So I'm enjoying everything Britt Baker has done. So that was the Wednesday Night War for you guys. In my personal opinion, AEW won it hands down this week. You can post down in the comments down below who you guys didn't win the Wednesday Night War. Hit the like button if you guys enjoy my review of the Wednesday Night War. And hopefully we get back on schedule throughout the, the rest of the week and stuff like that. Uh, if you guys listen to the podcast, we are going to move on. And if you guys are listening to on YouTube, like, subscribe, and share, and other great stuff, and subscribe for more wrestling content right here on NC Studios. So once again, it's NCN Place to Be, Children Mr. Andy, and the Nerd Coalition is out. All right, guys, so that was my take on the Wednesday Night War. I don't AW not that I have to part this weekend, even though a lot of people didn't think so from the ratings. But since Prime was with me on that one, well, look, we're not going to go over everything because y'all just heard the review. But I did, I just did just want to hear if he heard things from uh, the unsanctioned lights out match between Brit, Dr. Brent Baker, DMD and Thunder Rosa. I heard it was a good match. I might have to go back and watch it. Um, I've heard, I've heard some things in it, but like, I heard MJF had a good promo. Yes, because but, uh, we got a new faction, the Pinnacle. Yeah, yeah, I've heard how do you feel about the name the pinnacle? I don't know. It ain't sticking with me just yet. But first of all, you know what? You know what's not, you know what's not sticking with me? Sean Spears. He's. I don't mind him. He's. He don't, the only reason why he's sticking out to me is because he got this blonde hair. If he had the black hair, or if he was bald, or if he had the, the old perfect ten haircut, he would not stick out. Because his hair is blonde. It's like why. Yeah, fair. Not, not to me. I can see if they wanted to do it that way. I can see like um, 
MJF being the world champion, Sean Smith being TNT, FTR being tag champions, and then Warlow just being there to to be the backup to MJF. Man, Warlow just go out on his own, be honest with you. Um, I don't know. I think not yet. Still got to be here I mean, yeah, I say so. Like. So I mean, so this this is gonna be our bloody guts match. Inner Circle take it on the Pinnacle. Yeah. Either that or our Stadium Stampede, whatever they decide to do. Next. No, I think this one will be, will be bloody guts. Okay, yeah, because uh, the next pay per view is Double or Nothing in May. So. Your mic was going out when you were saying it. It kind of like, you know, went down low. I couldn't hear you. And I was going to say, they uh, could do this every year. They could do Stadium Stampede every year. Or whenever they're in Jacksonville doing well, this. Stadium, Stadium, Stadium Stampede was so good. It's kind of like, I don't want them to do it every year. Because I, I, you, you got to come up and create new segments and new stuff for that every single year. It's kind of like, I don't, I, like, I don't want the yeah, Firefly well, Funhouse to be every year. But if they have different people in there, it can get creative for, for everybody. Though. It's like, Having the Young Bucks in there, having Matt Hardy doing all this stuff will be totally different from Darby Allen in there doing this stuff. Okay. You mean to tell me Darby Allen ain't jumping from the one on top of the flights? Oh, he is. He oh. is. And he's going to do a fl- fl- flat back coffin drop. That's what he's going to do. I mean, I can, I can see, like, okay, you're right. Not every single year. So you're maybe blood and guts then, because. I, the only reason I said I don't know about Blood and Guts because it's two rings. I'm like, you can't get two rings in that. You can't get two rings in that Daily's place. You can't. Mm. So they either do it at the stadium or they just change venues. Oh right, I, I, do do they have the leave? Oh wait, any football season? WWE has a leave. Uh, the Thunderdome because baseball about to start back up and they need their they need their field. Yeah, and then uh, and then again, they they own that stadium and that uh, arena, so it's like we don't got to go nowhere. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm curious to see how this whole thing going. You know, well, well, I'm saying I, 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 I got your take on that one. Real quick, how do you feel about Walter coming back? Uh, I'm gonna need to see him in a good food. I mean, well, Chopper right now. Chopper. I said a good food. Oh, oh here, see, here you go. Let's not give up on Chopper just yet. I think Chopper. Have you seen his hair? Uh, he it make him look so much older. It make him look so meatinish. That's interesting. Why can't he just cut, go bald, get cut, wear the little jean cargo pants again? Well, I'm glad to see Walter back. I don't know where Alexander Wolf is back. He didn't complete the whole Imperium thing, but Walter is back. Yeah, Walter is back. Let's see what happens. All right. Well, guys, that right there is going to end the podcast this week. Uh, like I said, that's almost we had to talk about. We actually recorded this a little bit earlier than we than we usually do, but uh. It was the fast lane pay review. I wanted to make sure I get this stuff out to you guys, and because I haven't, we haven't done a podcast in three weeks. But hopefully, me and Prime will be back up on it and disciplining ourselves. I know there's some things that we haven't talked about, like you know the Jim Crockett passing or 
uh, Andrade wanted to leave WWE, stuff like that. But I like, I felt as though you guys already heard that all week in the way that. What is El Idolo going in the Impact Zone? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you know what's happening? He's in the Impact Zone. Oh my God, that what's is, happening? Yeah, that is that will always be my favorite joke to somebody. Yes. Depending on what their name was before they got there, or like what their ending name might be. Yeah. <laughs> what is Adam Copeland doing in the yeah, uh, What was the one that Q said about Velveteen Dream? <laughs> what is what Patrick Clark? Or no, the, uh, no, no. He, oh, I forgot. He, 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 I was just like, what? I, I see that joy happening all the time. Oh, man. I hope AEW don't become the new Impact Zone. I really don't. Hope it don't do that. I don't think so. I don't think they're going to be getting, like, the the bad people from WWE. Shit, they got QT Marshall. Even though he's not from WWE, though. But this whole thing with him and the Nightmare family, like, please end this shit. But anyway. Guys, that ends our podcast. Make sure you guys check out spacesphilly.com and check out your favorite uh, podcast right here, the, the Black Philly podcast right here in this area. Check out Lulu and Pop Plus One, Lulu and Pop Horror Show, Both Sides in the Market Dark Show. Check out the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. Uh, check out the Nerd Gets Talk Podcast. Make sure you check out the, the Snyder Cut Review. Check out uh, Turntables, about Culture and Beyond. Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongues, Balls Dimes Podcast. Check us all out on all the podcasts. That's from Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Make sure you guys check out uh, us on, if you like the snippets, on YouTube uh, Premium. Then you guys can also uh, check buy your merch from TheRealNerdCoalition.com. Once again, it's TheRealNerdCoalition.com or Teespring slash TheRealNerdCoalition. Don't forget that uh, Saturday is, like see, well, this past Saturday is Q Flow's live concert, the Flow Show. So make sure you guys uh, check that whole thing out. It's, it should be dope. See my man do his live concert first time. I'm gonna make sure I support him. Then also, you guys check out my other man's over here, Prime Time, doing the Prime Nostalgia podcast every single Friday, and also Prime Conversation. So stay tuned for all that great content that comes up with these guys and going the, on their channels and stuff. Uh, then make sure you guys uh, subscribe to NC Studios and NC Level Up. I know a lot of game stuff are coming out, but I'm sorry that you know we have been slacking on the games. It's more we we gotta do more games for you guys. I just been grinding on 2K so hard on my team right now, so that's the only game I've been playing. So I apologize for that, but uh, I need my Galaxy Opals. Okay, so that's what it is. So I, I need to. Go ahead, get my. I just I just pulled me a dark matter KG today, Prime, in my team. Okay, okay. That that dark matter card is all that. That's that's the new highest card. Last year was Galaxy was the highest card, but dark matter is ninety nine overall. It, it's cool. I got me a dark matter KG. So there's only uh three dark matters in the game. Four dark matters in the game right now. Okay, that's with, extra rare. There's a D Rose, KG, Zion, and Michael. Is that the one I seen somebody that's like D Rose from 2015 or something like that? Yeah, but, the, but, the, but the, okay. yeah, it's just from the from the retro pack. Mm. Yeah, so uh, all that great, all that cool, all that great stuff. So uh, make sure you subscribe and check all that stuff out. But we're we gonna get our gaming gaming stuff back on. So once again, this is um. 
Uh, AC a place with your choice, Mercedes, and not Dion says for prime time. All right, y'all. And Q, we know where you at. Get ready for the concert, but take a minute and it take us out. to your ears welcome to the show we don't need any gimmicks you already know so sit back relax and hit the like button go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming swag on trivia and prompts top five either way it's fun and you're hearing it live join with your host mr a and e yeah you know it's the place to be it's nc Here at Mountain Dew, it's easy to tell who really loves the outdoors. For one thing, there's the rack on your car and the hitch on the back of your truck. There's your garage full of toys, from dirt bikes to wakeboards. And there's your cooler full of Mountain Dew. Always at the ready. Because when it's time to get out there, you know, climb into your deer stand or your fishing boat, a cooler of ice-cold Mountain Dew, that's as important a piece of outdoor gear as your spinning rod or your four-wheeler. Mountain Dew. Get out and do.